0: i John Nix, and you're listening to the One More Verse podcast. One More Verse is a resource to help people understand the Bible by walking through the scriptures together. The passage for today is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. Sometimes we forget what life in Christ is all about. If we're not careful, we think that our lives are all about our comfort. It's all about what's easy for us. Sometimes we slip into the idea of thinking that because we've been rescued from sin and death, that we're also supposed to be able to avoid all kinds of suffering and that life is supposed to be constantly easy and filled with joy. Now, while life is to be filled with joy, Paul reminds us in Ephesians chapter six, that our life in the Lord is a battle. He he admonishes us to be strong and, and to rest in the strength of his might. When you read in Ephesians chapter 6, as he walks us through this armor of God, we read that we actually have to be able to stand against these schemes that our adversary, the devil, brings against us. We're reminded that there are things that happen in unseen places that we don't see in our existence, but they're there. Because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's not people, but there are these rulers and authorities, these cosmic powers over this present darkness against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. And when you read a list like that, it's easy to become somewhat fearful. What do you do against dark present darkness? What do you do against cosmic powers? How are you to be able to stand against authorities and rulers? What are you to do when you can't even see Your enemy, the one that you wrestle against. It's important for us as we read this not to boil this down into some sort of false idea that really uh, it's about how good we are uh, with the armor of God, how strong we are. If we're not careful, we might be tempted to think that it's all about how well I can fight, how, how strong I am, what my talents and my abilities are. But if you unpack this carefully, it's actually a great source of peace and comfort. When we recognize that the strength is not about us. When Paul tells us to be strong, he tells us where to be strong. It's in the Lord and it's in the strength of his might. Think about that. How strong is your God? When we think about it in those sorts of terms, we think about his mighty power. He who can speak into existence all of the universe. When we recognize that it's not about how strong I am, but how strong that he is. Boy, that's a sense of great comfort to me to know that it's not some armor that I have to conjure up or I have to construct on my own, but this armor is God's armor. He's provided it so that I will be able to stand against these schemes. For although there are those things that I cannot see, there are dark forces and there are cosmic powers and all those sorts of things and they're in the heavenly places, I need not fear. For if you walk through the entire book of Ephesians, you'll be reminded that it's in the heavenly places where Jesus sat down. Having conquered all enemies, having been exalted to the right hand of the Father, he sits in the heavenly places. You you move to chapter 2 and you find out that you too are seated with him in the heavenly places. Now when I think of it in terms of my elder brother and the champion of my faith, Jesus, who's conquered every single enemy, Even the idea that my foe, the devil, comes against me, he's a defeated foe and that my king has all the strength that's necessary and he provides every single thing that I'll need to be able to stand. There's a lot of comfort in that. And so when Paul tells us we need to take up all of the armor, this whole armor of God so that we'll be able to withstand in the evil day, we need to know there are evil days that will come. There's going to be tests and battles that sometimes you may be war weary That sometimes you're going to have to just stand firm knowing that it's uh, right to obey your king. And so we walk through these things knowing that we can fasten on the belt of truth. When we think of this belt of truth, what a great comfort to know that Jesus is the truth. What, what What a help to us to know that we can stand on the truth of the scripture. When we put on this breastplate of righteousness, how good is it to know that it's not a righteousness that we have uh, created on our own, but it's an alien righteousness. It's the righteousness of Jesus that's been credited to us. The Bible tells us that he made him who knew no sin to be sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That when we put these shoes on our feet, we know that there is a gospel that brings peace. For the good news is that Jesus rescues sinners and we can be at peace for we are no longer at enmity with God, but we are his family. In all these things we're reminded that we can take the shield of faith for it's by faith that we take our stand rooted in the truth, knowing that everything that the scripture says is true and it's right. Knowing that all the promises of God are yes and amen in, in, in Jesus. We know that these flaming darts of the evil one can be extinguished, not because we're skilled in in, uh, handling this shield of faith, but because this shield of faith as God has rescued us by grace through faith, that this shield of faith helps us to see the truth and not listen to the lies, that we receive this helmet of salvation. Salvation's not my work. It's the work of God in me. And so in that, when I take this helmet of salvation, it is the knowledge and the truth that I've been rescued and that although my enemy is powerful, that I don't have to be dominated by sin, that I have power over sin. And one day I'll be delivered from the presence of sin itself. That indeed is good news when it comes to salvation. And then we're reminded, the sword of the spirit, the word of God. This is the place where we take the offensive. But don't be mistaken, it's not only for the offensive. We also can use it as a defensive thing. I'm reminded of Jesus in the wilderness. What did he use to battle his enemy? It was the word of God. This is the place where it's so important for us to do things like one more verse where we spend time in the scripture for how are we to go on the offensive if we don't know the word of God? How are we to stand in the truth if we don't know the truth? And then we're reminded that we need to be in prayer for it's our reliance on the spirit that we need to make prayer and supplication because we need to be alert and, and we need to make sure that we persevere through those things for our enemy is always on the prowl. Our enemy is always seeking our destruction, but our king is too good. And he who began that good work in us is going to be faithful to complete it. And so Paul also reminds them that he is not absent from this struggle, that there's not some thing that he's escaped this because, you know, he is an apostle or he is someone that God has set apart for calling the Gentiles and spreading the church. But he wants them to pray for him as well so that he will continue to proclaim with boldness the mystery of that Jesus rescues sinners, the mystery of the gospel that God would give himself, the scandal of the gospel that he would take upon the curse so that we might be reconciled to God. Paul, an ambassador in chains, says that he wants to speak with clarity. There's a battle, the battle inside when you're in chains and you're in the dark, when it's cold and you can't get warm. When the food that's served is not really food at all. When your fellow prisoners revile you. No, uh, Paul is acquainted with just this war, this battle. But our king is good and he is kind. And because of his strength, we can take our stand. And because of his armor, we'll be able to stand. And because he has conquered every enemy and every foe, we can take our rest and find peace in Jesus Christ. Oh, my dear friends, no matter where you are, no matter what your circumstances, I encourage you, stand firm. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. For more information about vertical purpose or one more verse, visit us online at johnnicks.org. I'd love to hear from you on social so you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Just use the handle at the John Nicks. And don't forget to download the free Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, guys, and join me tomorrow for the One More Verse podcast.